0: I'm Haley Lamb, host of Teaching History, where history teachers from the local high schools share stories from the past. Women have played a large role in history, but especially in the past. Many times, they aren't recognized for the impact they had. Jacob Mueller, world history teacher from Mesquite High School, is here to tell us about one woman that really stands out to him for her role in history.
1: I decided to pick this story about the Emperor Justinian and his empress Theodora with the Byzantine Empire. I think it's one of my favorite stories to tell. Just a character we don't really talk about often, but I think should get a little more recognition every once in a while. So to set the story, it's like 500 A.D. We've got the Emperor Justinian and then his wife Theodora. She came from a background that was less than unsavory than you'd think of as an empress. You know, she started off as a dancer and she had this thing called the bear dance. I don't know what it was, no historian really knows what it was, but it involved a bear. She caught the eye of the young Prince Justinian who was a rich man and a very up and coming dude. We really don't know how. Like the the people that wrote about this did not like her because she was a powerful woman. And in history, I don't really agree with the whole saying that it's written by the victors. It's written by people who write stuff down. Like, back then, people didn't think like we do now of, like, always meticulously taking stuff down. The people who wrote were just the ones who thought, you yeah, know, I'm going to keep this and write from my point of view. So what we do know from her, written by men who didn't find her to be all that, feel that great because she was a powerful woman who were challenged by her. They actually fell in love, which is very rare for that time because it's like the Middle Ages. People don't marry for love. They marry for, like, political alliances. He changed the rules to where he, as a noble person, could marry... A commoner. And so there's something that must have been special about that lady that really got hit. Like, she was the pants in the relationship, the Hillary Clinton to the Bill Clinton kind of thing. She was the one that pushed everything, kind of got stuff moving. He's remembered for building a giant church in modern-day Turkey, uh, Istanbul, or back then it was called Constantinople. So they're emperor and empress, they're doing pretty well. It's the Roman Empire. They taxed people to incredible levels to build their church, and they wanted to retake what was lost after a couple centuries. He taxed them to oblivion to the point where everybody in the city, which is a large city, they gathered in the big, like, chariot race area called the Hippodrome. That's like a football team, but also a gang. They were the chariot racers, and they also symbolized, like, the political parties of the city. Instead of having a match, like a race, all of the people gathered together to scream nika or victory in greek over the emperor of like hey we don't want to pay your taxes anymore you need to lay off of us instead he flees the city and is at the docks of like they're about to leave he's about to just give up everything she's at the docks with him and is like you know what the color purple looks good on me if i'm going to die and that took me a long time to understand uh, as like what that meant but then i finally got that oh she's not going to leave this position even if she's going to die. Like she she clawed her way from like extreme poverty to like the highest position in the world. And it's just really impressive to me that you don't really see that. You never saw that after that. You know, in the Middle Ages, there were powerful women, but not like her, that caught the eye of a of a man that otherwise really wouldn't have given her the time of day. And they went on afterwards, after the riot, They quelled it, uh, not in the best way. This is the Middle Ages, so people didn't really have the whole idea of human rights and stuff like that. They built the giant church finally, and it's still there. It's called the Hagia Sophia, means like the Church of Holy Wisdom. It went from a church to a mosque to a museum. Like it's had many, many, many people go in and out of it. And it's not even like the religious point of view of just like how many people have been in there and all the things that have gone on since like 500 when it was built. And what's impressive about that is it has this giant dome that is unsupported that we still don't really know how they built. There's no poignancy to the story, but I just thought it was a really interesting, just little tidbit I mentioned in my class. And it's just fun to finally tell this story in some clear fashion.
0: Thanks for joining us on Teaching History. Tune in next week to hear an exciting impossibly new story. If you want to make sure you don't miss out on the newest episode, subscribe to my podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or podcast.com.